Poison Rana. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi, how are you doing? What's going on? How are you? Uh, you? <laughs> are you uh, feeling the effects of working a long shift on Halloween Saturday? Yeah, yeah. I'm not great, to be honest. I yeah. didn't get home till gone four. It was a pretty wow. exhausting shift, working a bar on Saturday. Come home covered in face paint and fake blood. And I notice a blue light is flashing in our in our apartment. And I'm like, what's that? A blue light? A blue light's flashing. I walk into the kitchen and the dishwasher's flashing and making noises. So I uh, I look and it says LC, which says leak sensor. Oh, God. So I'm like, okay. So I'm like, all right, let's just turn it off and we'll... Uh, we'll Think about it another time. This was I'm in going, the morning. I'm the morning. going to bed. This is like, yeah, 4, 4.15, something like that. So turn it off and then uh, go to bed. Well, first shower, like trying to get all this makeup and blood oh, right. off of yeah, me. Yeah. And then I'm still hearing this noise. So I'm like, fuck. So I go and turn it off again. Like, all right, go to bed. And then... <sighs> Wait, so I got, it's making I, noises like, like, like beeping noises still or yeah, still so to I, wake you up. Wow. Okay. So I pull it out of the thing of the like unit, trying to find where the plug is. Can't find the plug. So then I got to go to the fuse box and turn off, uh, turn it off by the fuse. Oh my God. Um, I haven't turned it on today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this has happened once before, and what I had to do was like basically like tip the dishwasher over and pour out all the water. Um, but yeah, like the place is a fucking mess. <laughs> There's <laughs> fake blood and face yeah, paint dude, like dude, all over the walls. Yesterday, you, and yesterday. I just want to cry. <laughs> the, the the washroom looked like you straight up murdered someone. If it wasn't Halloween uh, weekend, we would. I would definitely be questioning you because like. Uh, I was I was home briefly yesterday, getting some last stuff to bring over to my girlfriend's for my costume this week, and I ran into you, and we we caught up for a few minutes. And as you were getting ready for work, and you were working at the bar last night, so on top of all your whole long shift, you come home, and then you had to deal with that. So, what time did you actually go to bed at? Like five, something oh, like man. that. You were you were getting ready to to do a little costume for your bar, working mm-hmm. the bar last night. So you were like, oh, I have this old jock zombie costume and as mm. you were getting ready you're currently growing out your beard for your tuesday costume which mm. everyone should be excited to see but when you were doing your makeup i'm like davy like no no high school jock has a fucking full-grown beard and as you were doing your like ghoulish makeup i'm like oh you kind of look like you're like like an, an old you know haunted mansion ghost or something so then you you then switched your costume and turned it into like what old Old timey bartender. Yeah. So my original plan, I, I've done this before, is like dress as kind of like an old, you know, like Victorian bar, as you can imagine in the sort of the Jack the Ripper days, you know. And I've got this waistcoat I had from uh, when we did uh, a cowboy and a and a cow a few years ago. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. like that's what I originally wanted to to wear. And I, uh, I'm like searching for it in my wardrobe, and um, and then I found my like 
jock, like varsity jacket kind of thing. So it's like, oh, you know what? I'll just do that because I, I want something easy when I'm uh, when I'm working um, because it gets like, you know, it's hot and you're moving around a lot. And uh, so, yeah, I found that. And then I'm doing the makeup. And I was like, you know what? Some like I watch a lot. Of, like we've all seen those like high school movies where 40 year olds are playing 16 year olds and might have a bit of a beard. I'm like, I might be able to get away with it. But as I'm starting to do the like dead makeup, uh, my beard just now looks really gray. So I'm like, yeah. oh, that, well, that looks ridiculous. So then I try and like put like like black makeup on it. Yeah. And then it just looks like a really like thicker than it even is. So I'm like, okay, I've got to find this this vest and got about 10 minutes before I need to leave for work. So run down to storage. So I've made a mess of our storage locker. I've made a fucking mess of my room trying to find stuff. But the costume looked good. I had a lot of lot of compliments. Yeah. So people go, oh, you must have spent a lot of time on the makeup. I'm like, no, it was like five minutes and my I've destroyed my apartment in the process. So like we we leave uh, to go. You were we were separating, but we were like going down the elevator together. And as the elevator door opened and you're in full now zombie blood costume. This guy, the elevator door opened and someone was waiting for the elevator, but they were turned the other way talking to someone. And then classic like horror movie, he turns around and just like, you didn't scare him or anything. You didn't try to, I mean, yeah. you just did. And he's like, ah, fuck. It, it happened a couple of times at work as well. Cause like the, uh, like the, the computer, the POS system is behind the bar. So I'll right. have my back to the patrons quite a lot. Like as I'm yeah. bringing stuff in, sometimes I've got my back and I turn around and someone's just sat down and they're like, ah, well then like the just like the 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 washroom had fake blood all over it. It looked uh, like you had straight up murdered someone in our in our bathroom. So I was like, all right, well that's <laughs> yeah, should have yeah. took a should have took a picture. It would have been uh something I, I get really emotional when I'm tired as well. So like it's running on a lack of sleep, my body yeah. hurts. Like it was a pretty like physical shift because it's it's busy all night, like lots of people coming in and out, like bar hopping, yeah. doing like little Halloween crawls. And then you wake and it's, I hate waking up to like a mess. You know, it, it just, there's something comforting about when everything's good. Like if you come home and your bed's made and stuff like that, but there's like just yeah. shit all over the floors, trying to find these pieces <laughs> of costumes, there's blood everywhere. I've got like food. Cause I was like rushing eating before work foods all over the place. I'm just sat watching collision and <laughs> like, QTV comes on and I, I just want to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's, it was, wrong? what's wrong? Because it was me? so bad, you wanted to cry. That's why I, I wake up with like, you know, a tickle in the throat and you're like, great, I'm getting sick as well. Uh, and we're going to do it all again tonight. <laughs> yes, uh, we're recording this. Uh, we celebrate Halloween very hard here at the BDE and uh, we have tickets to this haunting in Hexwood, which is like this. This like movie set that they have outside of the city, basically for Halloween. This is the first time they're doing it. They turned it into a like haunted mazes and and everything, like haunted little town because mm. of the movie movie set makes it look like a little town. So we're doing this tonight with a huge group of friends that we're going to. So yeah, right after this, we're going to uh, do it all again. We don't have to do costumes or anything for this, right? No, so. no, no. We're just yeah, just dress yeah. normal. So uh, yeah, we've got uh, yeah. we've got quite a group going though. I think there's there's eleven of us going, which should be fun. Um, which you know, like I haven't heard a whole lot about this. It it does sound cool. We've done a lot of like the other 
scare things in the in the city. This is a little bit outside, but I'm kind of intrigued at being on a movie set and things and think it would just be cool to walk around and be with friends and stuff. So. Yeah, I love everything uh, uh, spooky. I'm, I'm pretty exhausted uh, today, too. Did you get to go out after your shift at all? No, I, I, we tried to, uh, there's a bar like very close that does 4am last call. So yeah. went there and the, the security was like, oh, it's, uh, it's closed for a, a private event tonight. So, um, you, it's, you got to pay to go in. And I'm like, <laughs> sorry, is it, is it a private event or a paid event? It's, you know, security just trying to make some money. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, you look inside and barely anyone's in there and it's, you know, like normally industry look after industry, like, oh, you've just come from, from work, like come in. And I'm like, nah, fuck you guys. Uh, so yeah. I just went home, which was probably for the best. Because if I then had some like, you know, another Guinness and another shot and then I came home and the fucking yeah. dishwasher and the. <laughs> yeah, I just I think I want to like I might just I, I'm broke right now, but I feel like I might just get a cleaner come in, be like, look, I'm I'm going to go and and lie down on the fake beach outside and yeah <laughs> and you you do your stuff yeah get them to clean up all the blood and don't tell just them just everything fake. everything just be like <laughs> however long it takes I'll pay you just just help help me <laughs> can't be that much no yeah, I, yeah. I, I i don't know yeah and then we're going out tuesday night too we're fuck being... oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> real real halloween is on is on uh tuesday, tuesday and we're we're not doing our halloween havoc post show on Tuesday night, because we do want to kind of uh, have our, our our Halloween to ourselves. So we will be going live on Wednesday, November 1st, around 2 p.m. So uh, join us for that, because uh, we will be chatting all about Halloween Havoc night, too. But yeah, we're going to be Halloween out. I went out, I worked Friday during the day, and then like Friday night, there was a few things in the city going on. So I didn't like, I did like a makeshift costume of like a bunch of old costumes kind of put together and and went out and had a, a like pretty kind of chill night, you know, like had a few drinks, didn't go necessarily too hard. But then last night, like that was my real like Tuesday night. We're going to walk around bar hop and stuff. But last night was my I, I, I saw the city was crazy, like bars mm. and lines to certain places were absolutely like nuts. I learned now, like get tickets like when when like uh, events or concerts or whatever or for around this time go on sale, like in August when people are like, it's not even September. Why do you have tickets for this yet? It's like, so you can get your spot in places for like ahead of time. Cause wow, the city was crazy last night. Like everywhere I go taking my Uber across town, past our old neighborhood. There was like parties in the streets and, and everything like Halloween definitely brings uh, the freaks out at night. So definitely. And it was a full moon. So did you have any, <laughs> no fights at the bar? <laughs> Uh, no, I just actually, most people were pretty cool yesterday. I was worried because like, you know, I, I'm not necessarily into Zodiacs and all that. I, yeah. I am single, so I, I try my best to pretend. Um, <laughs> but, uh, take notes, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, actually everyone was, was pretty cool. We had karaoke going as well, which, you know, can kind of like amp it up with people being oh, a bit yeah, yeah that's right um but actually it was a pretty pretty fun crowd uh the only issue i had was uh two guys they come in they order like half a liter of white between them and uh they 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 pay right up and then they order another one and 
then order, and one of them's like, do you mind if I go out and vape? I'm like, yeah, sure. The other guy's staying. Then they order a third. The guy goes out to vape. I go and do something else, and I've seen the other guy's gone. And I'm like, for fuck's sake. Uh... So I go outside, and we have security. And I see one of the guys. I'm like, hey, man, if if you're coming outside, I just need a credit card to, like, hold your tab. He's like, yeah, 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 opens his wallet. And then he's like, wait, why am I giving you a card? And I go, well, you, because you've got drinks inside. It's like, I didn't order those drinks. That's my buddy. And I was like, well, you're drinking it. So I need a card from one of you. You can get it back from your buddy. It's like, no, nah, I didn't order that. Not my problem. I was like, yeah, it is. You're, you're drinking the, the drink. And he's like, nope, have a good night. And the wow. security guy is right next to me. And I'm like, wow. It's, I mean, that I, I don't advocate for, guns at all but at least in the states you can kind of go you're paying your fucking tap <laughs> you know whereas here it's like uh hey you need to pay no okay cool wow <laughs> like can't do anything nice. security ain't doing yeah. anything i ain't doing anything so i just called him trash i was like you're a fucking loser have a good night yeah wow so clearly his buddy had dipped yeah but like it's it's also like i I don't like asking for cards because people are like, oh, you don't trust me or whatever. It's like, yeah. also, people just get drunk and walk off and forget, especially yeah, if they've, yeah. you know, if you've paid one tab and then you open up a new tab and then you remember paying, but it's not for the new tab and stuff like that. It's just yeah. easier. But yeah. Uh, yeah, people are trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we'll hope we hope you can have some Halloween fun. You 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 have actual Halloween off, right? uh i am kind of working in the day sort of okay uh but i think i've done a little switcheroo so it shouldn't be too bad just just a few hours and then and then we'll be off the evening yeah definitely uh peeps out there follow our socials for tuesday night we'll definitely be posting uh videos and photos of our costume as we we link up you're gonna get dressed meet up with me we'll have we have sort of a couple's costume davy Sort of, yeah. We've got a bit of, of a more of a group costume going group on. Group costume, kind of, yeah, yeah. Definitely follow Plus our Batman <laughs> and, and a Batman. Yes, we have a bunch of us with a a, a, a theme, theme. <laughs> sort of. And then a few of us, a few of our friends are like, "Now nah, I'm just going to be." Uh, it's funny. Uh, another friend of ours might be uh, might be joining us that night as well, okay. and um, he's gone. He went to me. Oh, I'm, I'm going to go and get a, a Batman mask to wear on, on Tuesday then. And I'm like, oh, you're going to go as Batman? He's like, ah, just, just wear the mask. It's, it's funny because the other guy who is coming as Batman. Shout I, out Big Tom. I assume he's sort of full on armored, like oh. Batfleck style oh, yeah, yeah. Batman oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something. Something like that. And then our other friend's going to be in jeans and a hoodie with a, with a little like bat mask. Uh, but I know, I know, we have uh, some wrestling to talk about, and then we got to get out of here so we can have a, a fun night. But did you see any uh, fun costumes last night? We'll probably re- talk about costumes again on Wednesday, but just there's from a, one night out, there's a guy who who's a regular at karaoke who always does like really like fucked up makeup, um, and it's uh, it's pretty scary actually. But he doesn't do anything like he dresses normally and then just like covers his head in like burns and blisters and it it looks pretty ugly so that's always cool i saw you always see the uh, like mario and luigi costume but uh this one was mario luigi and link 
which I thought was pretty cool. Like I was, I was kind of hoping you'd see a, you know, yeah. do a whole Smash Brothers theme. Which I, cool. I saw, yeah, I saw a a bunch of Mario's and Luigi's, but Mario, Prince, Luigi, Daisy, Toad, like someone was like the whole like group of them. But if I were to do it, I'd have it where we all have like mini carts <laughs> or like around us or something like that. Um, that I, I saw, I, I saw lots of, uh, Barbies and Ken's like yeah. too, too many to even count at the giant like party. I was, I was like, I can't even keep counting how many Ken's and Barbies, but, uh, lots of, uh, chefs. Yes. Chef cousin from the bear, which okay. you, if you're seeing anyone, that was the easiest one for anyone. What, what can I do? White t-shirt and an apron. I'm mm. the chef. I'm the bear. Okay, cool. Um, I saw lots of that. Lots of, I saw, like, I, I was, uh, I recycled from last year for this, this like rave event where me and my girlfriend were space cowboys, space cowgirls. And there was a few, like the Barbie, like cowgirl thing kind of looks like that as well. So there was uh, a plethora of cowboy hats spattered through the night. You know, I, I love how you can make anything like sexy as well oh yeah you know, like uh <laughs> i had a girl come in at the end of the night and i was you know i am a fan of the saw films uh yeah. i was a, even bigger a fan after last night sexy jigsaw i don't okay, know i was gonna say sexy uh face mask <laughs> uh maze thing like the saw <laughs> on the face <laughs> but the rest of the body is <laughs> uh, i was like the like the you know the sort of ventriloquist dummy that rides the tricycle uh yes. thing so yes uh yeah sexy jigsaw um uh, a friend who's who's actually visiting this week uh sent me a picture she went out as sexy gandalf <laughs> okay uh you know what i saw some like wizard chicks out there yeah that's... wizard chicks yeah. yeah yeah uh could be a name of a band yeah um yeah. so fan of that you know shout out halloween uh, you know what uh let's God bless Halloween, uh, because it's like the best thing ever. Uh, if we're talking about uh, other costumes, I saw, fuck, what did I see? There was a Sailor Moon, definitely, that my girlfriend was a big fan of. <laughs> she, 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 she's like, I don't know who this girl was is dressed as Sailor Moon, but it was pretty good. Uh, I, I'm expecting a lot more on physical. I know it's a Tuesday, and that kind of mm. might deter people from going out, but nah, still do it. I, I saw on Instagram uh, as well a, a funny couple's costume, which um, one of them was dressed as a key yeah. and had a little bit of uh, white on the end of the right, key. Right, and the right. other just was a giant bag with like, oh. they put like cotton, like white cotton. A giant TK. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> I saw I saw some, uh, like one of the, the floors with like the DJs thing, they had like these little risers where people can kind of go up like almost like go-go dancers. Anyone can can go up there. And like as soon as we walked into one of these rooms where it was like going crazy, there was a girl on it as knife Britney, but just like <laughs> doing the knife. There was like three knife knife Britneys. So right. clearly Britney is a hot costume this year as well. But mm. that had me that had me rolling. Um well, I, I hope people send in photos of your costumes or any fun costumes uh that you that you see. I know if you're a listener, join our Facebook group because it can link to the Facebook poison rana chat and uh you can you can chat with all of us we usually uh chat when wrestling's on and stuff during those nights but uh some of us share some of the costumes in there and i'm, I'm blanking on the name now but someone sent in their son dressed as the fiend bray wyatt which oh is a really sweet costume so uh shout out that i'm, I'm blanking now because i don't have my facebook open but uh people send in more of the the costumes especially wrestling but it doesn't have to be we just uh appreciate all the the spooky stuff and 
I know spooky season's not over just yet by the time you're listening to this, maybe. But we have lots of other podcasts also that we've recorded. Uh, we did our Halloween Havoc 1998 review, which, trust me, was very scary because mm-hmm. it has fireballs and Disco Inferno. And, and I, uh, after trying to put on makeup yesterday with a beard, it makes it even more uh, like confusing, unfathomable as why Sting decided to grow a goatee. For this oh my event. God. Goatee Wolfpack Sting at Halloween Havoc 98 versus Bret Hart. It is, uh, you got to listen to the review, honestly. Uh, he looks like your version of Sting from last year. I wish like, I saw I this before. Shaven, so. Yeah, I wish I saw this before. I kind of would have done this one specifically. <laughs> like, it's so ridiculous. My original plan for that Sting costume was to have the the actual like plastic sting mask and keep doing that all night like the gimmick where he like takes it off yeah it was it was kind of hard to find a a proper sting mask so goatee sting with the red face was just what a look that has got to be his most awful like look ever so and i think it was just a one-off because doing some research that um that event was the last time he did the wolf pack makeup so uh yeah jeez uh, well, we reviewed He's that. Probably show. just really attached to the goatee, and everyone was like, "No, dude, that it go. doesn't work." Let it's it like, go. Well, it's, it's the it's the red paint, or it's the goatee. And then he moved on to the soul patch, and yeah, back to his his right. Never look back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we reviewed that whole show. We reviewed uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Three. We reviewed Antichrist with Dickie Bird as his up yours pick, which was a hell of a doozy of a review, mm. uh, and and lots of other spooky stuff. Over on our Patreon, it's only five bucks a month to get access to everything that we do in that catalog. Lots of scary movie reviews in the past there. Lots of wrestling. And I know the new month of November is coming up. And I know we're working on some some ideas for some shows and with some up yours picks as well. So uh, go support your boys if you like what you hear. Absolutely. And then on this very feed, dropping uh, like Halloween Eve Eve, I guess. The Eve of Halloween, as in the day before. Uh, our annual Halloween review. We are up to Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. He's no man. (laughs) He's no man. And this might be the first time that uh, we just both watched completely different movies. Oh, my God. Okay, this makes for a fantastic (laughs) podcast. This is our best one yet because I watched the producer's cut and you watched the director's cut. Yeah. I think so. We watched technically the same movie, but two different versions, and then They're we review really notes. Different versions, and it, it's funny because there's sometimes when we're we're doing reviews, and you know, you know the drill by now. One of us does kind of play by play, if you will, and the other one yeah. like does more color. And there are times when we're you know watching these movies, especially if you're not kind of the the play by play guy, where you you know switch off for a second you look down and make a a note you might be making a cup of tea or whatever while the film is on and you miss a little bit so and the person doing play-by-play is like and this then this happened and you're like yeah 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 yeah, that happened that happened and then after a while we're like wait no i i'm pretty sure i'm like that didn't happen at all (laughs) so then the man in black pulls out a silencer and you're like wait 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 a second wait a second (laughs) that did not happen i'm like what do you mean it happened you're like that did not happen i'm gonna start doing that to you now i'm gonna be like so then willem throw it in once once a week (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) willem defoe cuts his uh, anyways (laughs) 
And then Thea Hale hits a avalanche Canadian destroyer, and you're like through six flaming tables. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that was sick. Wait, what? Uh, so our Halloween six review coming out. Uh, I'll put it up sometime uh, during the day on Monday, and uh, it's it's a fun review and it's free. So go check that out. Hey, go watch the movie. Not sure which version you should watch, but go check it out. We're chatting about Paul Rudd, Donald Pleasance, Donald Pleasance's last movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. So we definitely tribute to him. Get the red wine out for Donald Pleasance, Dr. Loomis. Uh, and take a take a drink every time we uh, we do, do his Loomis voice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next year for Halloween, we're just both going to be Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> Bearded old Little Loomis. Guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that is a free show coming out there from, from us to you. Happy Halloween and all that. Uh, but here on this feed, we have lots of podcasts. Shout out John Sino, who's keeping it busy over at Post Wrestling. He has mm. shot in the dark here every Thursday. He covers all the other wrestling that you may or may not watch. I know he's going to talk about some MLW, Sam Hain, and all that stuff in the near future. So listen to that, including Women of Wrestling and ROH. But Sino and B Detroit also did a What Up Doe just the other day on this feed. If you haven't listened already, click that download and check them out because they're chatting about Spider-Man 2. On PS5, they're talking about Hellraiser. They're talking about some AEW. They go off on a whole lot of stuff, especially some uh, scary movies for this Halloween season. So check out the boys, uh, my new favorite podcast. And uh, soon you'll be able to get What Up Doe merchandise. Hell soon. yeah. Yeah. The do rag? The, the What Up Do rag? <laughs> the What Up Do, do rag. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go with that. Uh, uh, we we yeah. need PWT to just reply to my emails at the first things we're, we're trying to this is Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, we'll do rags, hopefully at some point, if, <laughs> if PWT decide to talk to us, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, you can go to poisonrana.ca. If you are in the Toronto area or planning on being in the Toronto area uh, next month, there's a little event called Survivor Series happening on November 25th, and we are hosting a watch party at Gabby's. You can get your tickets. We've got some early bird tickets up right now for just five bucks. Uh, don't leave it too late. Um, our events have sold out quite a lot before. so uh, But this is always a lot of fun. We'll be having, you know, wrestling-themed drinks. Uh, we'll be playing uh, the event on a, on a huge projector screen as well as 10 other TVs. Uh, so you'll be able to see it from wherever you're sitting. Uh, you'll get a hangout with us. Uh, you can have, you know, the best wings in town. Uh, our chicken wings are pretty fantastic at Gabby's as well as the Buffalo, the Buffalo Rat. Rat Rady. Rat Buffalo Rat. I uh, only, so- I only promote things that I love and the Gabby's Buffalo Wrap and your wings. Fair play is, is so good that even when we meet people who, who know Toronto, they're like, Oh, Gabby's wings. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> What's it? Chris Van Fleet. Chris Van Fleet loves Gabby. Loves Gabby's wings. (laughs) Um, So yeah, come hang out. uh, Poisonrana.ca. The the link is right at the top of the site to get your tickets. Uh, I think it's going to be a really fun event. Uh, Survivor Series, one of the big shows of the year. We assume we're getting a a big War Games match. Will we or won't we be getting uh, CM Punk appearing? Who knows? But uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Especially now, you know, summer's over. Weather is getting a little cooler. Uh, it's time to do some fun indoor things. And what better than watching wrestling with some friends? Friends. friends. Yes. Any Toronto people, hit us up and uh, come hang out for Survivor Series downtown in Toronto. We're going to have some some prizes, some games, as we always do, some some special wrestling-themed drinks. 
and all the the stuff to go with it. And, and of course, you get to hang out with us and watch some wrestling. So definitely looking forward to that. We will have uh, some more in the in the, the, the next year or so uh, in Toronto. And I mean, like, hey, Davey, I mean, you've booked the BDE house for Philly. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should maybe we should start planning some some extracurricular activities in Philly as well. Maybe a, a bit of a tailgate or something like that, perhaps. You know what? There there is a bar I went to last time I was in Philly. In Philly, uh, which I feel is our kind of bar. Uh, okay. So maybe I'll I'll hit them up. Uh, it was found this bar. I looked for like best dive bar in philly and found and i'm not this i haven't even contacted them so don't right, right. don't yeah, take yeah. this as gospel guys but uh there's this bar called bob and barbara's and uh they do something called the the pb and j which is uh, okay. a can of perhaps with ribbon and a shot of jim beam and it was like <laughs> four bucks four or five bucks Ooh. for that so yeah. we go in we go into this bar and it's just us and one guy sat at the bar and uh this guy we're with like he's one of those people that is always trying to like show off a bit so he goes i'll have the special you know what buy everyone at the bar this special and it's like cool it's four dollars our group of four and this one guy at the end of the bar so 20 bucks all right cool but he's like you know, got his Rolex out, like, yeah. buy, buy everyone at the bar, the special. Was this Ric Flair? And <laughs> as soon as he said that, I swear, like, this bartender has, like, a secret button under the bar that you pressed because the door opens and, like, 10 people walk in and sit at the bar. And he's like, oh, yeah, everyone at the bar? And I'm like, yeah, everyone at the bar? He's like, oh, maybe, like, this half of the bar? I'm like, no, 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 no. And the thing so got- is, you know, it comes back around. Like, you'll drop probably still like 40 bucks you've bought everyone at the bar a drink you probably won't pay for another drink at that bar um but it's fun like i went they had some karaoke going on they've got a good jukebox it's got a good like divey bar feel so i don't know maybe maybe we could hit them up see see, yeah i think what they're saying i know we have a bunch of friends coming in to philly for wrestlemania weekend i know this is months in in advance here but i think having some sort of an event or or two or or meetups and stuff maybe john away are going to philly i think they are i think think they are possibly so we will be cooking something up uh young tadpoles so definitely if you're thinking of going in that space i mean really we we can jump into some some wrestling chat because they've announced a show that in some weird way, I think we, in my head, I'm like, did we cause this show to happen? Mm-hmm. It was us. We did a trip just recently where we went to uh, London for All In, which was fantastic. And right as it ended, they announced, hey, next year we're doing it again. And uh, during our trip to London, Davey, you were our tour guide and took uh, myself and my girlfriend to Berlin for a few days. And boy, we had a, a bang out time in berlin having so much fun and then we were we're like wow that's what a great idea to do this while hitting up london and stuff now wwe announces the bash in berlin after we were raving about like oh man we got to go back there so is this i'm like man i don't even know if i need to go back to berlin but now i kind of do because they're doing an event right near like three of the clubs we went to i was just i was just gonna say if we are going yam is a yeah. 15 minute walk away. Bro, I'm hitting them up to do the fucking tailgate on their beach yeah. party. Right? Yeah, absolutely. The one place you can smoke. Yeah. Exactly. Fantastic. Uh so anyone uh it's it's October. You got months 
to plan for the bash in Berlin. And, uh, you know, imagine wrestling fans trying to get into the Bergheim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, sir. You're uh, they you're won't Kevin make Owens it. Dirt. Yeah, you, you they won't even make it to Sven. They'll be out of the line as soon as they're in there. You Sorry, know, because no we Reigns know t-shirt. what wrestling fans are. They'll be incapable of going yeah. a minute without going woo. woo. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 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 so funny. You go to wrestling events and like when it's a WrestleMania weekend or whatever, and you're all hanging out in the town, and there's some. You know, bars you go to and it's just packed to wrestling fans. And it's like, cool, whatever. Everyone's getting into it. But then you'll go to a restaurant and you're sitting at a restaurant and then there's, you know, people in a fucking New Day shirt going, woo! And you're like, dude, grow up. You're <laughs> you're at like a nice restaurant right now. Just hold it for a sec. But Love it. Uh, but yeah, like it's, uh, we we don't have plans yet for next year but it is something we're definitely considering and i think the the berlin show makes it way more appealing and i think it's awesome that wwe are finally doing this thing like traveling the world going to all these places it's called world wrestling entertainment not american wrestling entertainment and yeah. i think finally in the last like few years and i think nick khan has a great deal to do with that we're seeing these events happen and obviously a lot of it is also down to site fees uh, that WWE want, you know, these cities to to pay for it. And a lot of these cities do it because it does bring in great tourism. Uh, we see it whenever there's, you know, a World Cup or Olympics, like they bid to, to try and get it because it ends up being pretty great for the city. But it's, uh, it's awesome seeing, you know, they're going to uh, Australia next year. We've obviously got the Saudi Arabia shows. We had Cardiff and... Uh, and London uh, quite recently, and now going to to Germany, which it's amazing it's taken this long because Germany's always been a, a major stop on their European tour. And of the European countries, it's one that wrestling is definitely pretty big. You know, WXW uh, is like a pretty major independent promotion where Gunther was a, a massive part of that. Um, and similar to London, Berlin is just very easy to get to from wherever you are in Europe. It's a major yeah. hub. So I, I can't wait to see more of this. And you're, it's making these pay-per-views just feel like more special. You know, uh, even these like B-level pay-per-views. I think that uh, Backlash in Puerto Rico was one of my favorite events of the year. And, yeah, you know, if that was just in another basketball arena in like, Indiana or whatever, like it, it wouldn't feel the same. And I, I think they're, they're really doing finally a, a great job of doing that. And I think especially um, AEW with kind of their attendance issues at the moment, that's something that they need to look at more because you, you saw the success with, with Wembley earlier in the year. Like, obviously it's got to be more difficult and like cost costly to do it in other countries and and this and that even to come to Canada we know like there's there's stuff behind that and but for them to do this is very smart like having them do shows in Puerto Rico or eventually eventually they're going to do a pay-per-view again in Japan I would imagine but it is interesting a week away f- after all in like legit the weekend after and it's in Berlin so like you're going to get you know a huge influx of that you know 80,000 people a chunk of those people are going to go over there. They're they're, they're going to they're already looking at it like, oh, I'm going to book this. And this bash at Berlin only is like seventeen. It's a it's a it's a an arena, right? So seventeen thousand. Yeah. 
Like it's, I feel like it's going to sell out right away. I, I, I feel think like it could. I, I feel like it's going to be the the hot ticket. And we were just in Berlin, and like it's kind of a young city. Like you know, we're in our early thirties, and everyone there is you know in their twenties, thirties, forties. They're all like partying and go out, and everything's like you know, like a community. Oh and- man. It'll be an so, awesome host city. Like, would, yeah. uh, drinking is legal in the streets. You can there's, drink in the streets. There's so, so like, many, so yeah. many bars there. It will be hot. Like, it was hot when we went. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um. It it will be awesome, and I I imagine like my my theory is, uh, Gunther is probably winning the world championship at um WrestleMania is, okay. is what I figure. Yeah. And then this would just be a few months after. Like, you've got to main event with a. A big Gunther Cody. Match. Cody. Like Gunther. I know he's an Austrian, not a German, but you know he no. made his name in Germany. Yeah. And I think doing, yeah, whether it's Gunther Cody or something like that at um, at uh, Bash in Berlin would Main would event. be awesome. Or, and I, or I think Dragon that would be electric. Oh my god! Oh my yeah! Dragonov Gunther four. Did yeah, probably something like that. Yeah, man, that would be incredible. But honestly, Gunther main eventing, uh, even the two, uh, the Ringkampf guys, the sorry, um, Imperium. Obviously, you would put them in a in a highlighted match. I mean, like the three of them, really, you'd want the singles Gunther match. So that's yeah. definitely where you go with that. But you would have the two in a tag team, and those guys are incredible too. So like, yeah, uh, this this is such a good idea for WWE to do. And and as a fan, you're like, whoa, this is going to come across so great on screen watching. And being there, like, I couldn't imagine the atmosphere is just going to be uh, electric, but very smart. And instantly, like, I'm like, ah, I could go to All In again. I had such a, like, fantastic time. And I got to go to London and with you. And it was just like, oh, it was great. And then we went to Berlin. And we're like, oh, how cool if it was to be. That's what we were saying. We were walking one day. We we're like, yo, this city's crazy. Wouldn't it be sick if they did, like, this big wrestling event here? And then now they're doing it. It's like, oh, man, I guess I got to start saving up. But definitely thinking about that because... Like just, it's such a smart idea. And I, I, I think they should keep doing this. They should go to other countries. There was rumors that there, there was going to be SummerSlam in, in Paris, in Paris, but it looks like it's Cleveland, which some would say is kind of the same thing. Um, maybe less bed bugs in Cleveland right now. I'm not sure, but, but uh, uh, I mean, yeah. that, that's something I m- might consider as well. Cleveland's not particularly far from here. And yeah. we know their pizza Sparrow is is fantastic. So Cleveland, yeah, I mean, there's no Detroit style pizza, <laughs> <laughs> but I I, I think uh, they're gonna kill it like the next little while. Triple H and Nick Khan kind of running things so far is like really uh, interesting. Me, I, I, I'm not, I'm still not someone that can sit down and and spend like the three hours on on a raw or stuff, but I definitely can can check out uh, their pay per views because they are like so delivering. You know, the TV has improved a lot. I, I didn't get a chance to... Uh, I was pretty busy this week and didn't get a chance to watch WWE. Obviously, catch up with our favorite podcasters, John and Way, on post, uh, finding out what's going on. Um, but, you know, when I've stayed in and kind of had Raw on and sort of I'll be cooking dinner whilst doing it, do a bit of cleaning, chill, like you can have it on in the background and then be, oh, this match looks like something I want to watch. It has been so much better. I've I've really loved the like long term storytelling they've started to do. Uh, I love that finally, and I think this is something wrestling's lacked for so long. Everyone does feel like they're in the same universe. They're not in little bubbles having their own stories. Everything is kind of intertwined. Actions from previous things they've done years or so ago 
has consequences still today and like people aren't forgetting like hey you fucked me over in cardiff so i'm not forgetting that i like that kind of thing it just feels way more uh competent and like logical now and they're starting to put you know good wrestling on tv uh we've always said like nxt even like through its like dark ages like that they do put at least one good killer match on tv most weeks and Raw and SmackDown are starting to do that as well. And uh, it's the product's been so much better for it. And especially backing it up with these PLEs, even if it is just the PLEs you watch, they're usually pretty enjoyable shows. Um, So, yeah, I've definitely been been a fan and looking forward to seeing uh, what they do and what other cities they announce. Uh, I hope they, they do more, like, again, like, uh, more stuff in, in Canada, more stuff overseas, some, something in Japan I could see them announcing in the next year as well. Like, doing this in Berlin is like, whoa, that's that's crazy. And I know they just they, – they do, like, house shows and stuff when they tour to these places. But it's, you know, hey, us wrestling fans, we're all over the world. We love to to go to the shit. We're, we're kind of spoiled. Like, we, we, we go to all these shows and – you got like we got to remember sometimes that people don't get to go to these shows a yeah. lot of the times. Like we we've been so spoiled where we go to all in right, and it's like we've heard wild thing live like maybe ten times, and everyone's seen along. And we're like, oh yeah, this is like the first time they're feeling this they're feeling it. right now, right? So we're definitely spoiled little uh, wrestling fans, but it's 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 cool that they can do this, and it makes it so much like like more people are into it then you see more yeah. people like more people getting into wrestling and you know better sales of tickets and ratings and all that stuff i just love this stuff so it's it's fun to see it get get big I like can, this i can totally see somewhere like mexico being somewhere oh God, that yeah. wwe run at some point as well yeah. um who especially like with, you know if they they work on like a dragon lee you've got your lwo like i, I think within the year or 18 months i could totally see a big show in mexico yeah, yeah, that would be a good idea. Bring Bad Bunny back as well, even though he's got a world tour that's kicking off. That's like insane. Like his prices for his tickets are like three times the price of what a ticket sh- should cost. And I know oh, concerts okay. are expensive, but he's he's killing it right now. Dropping a new album and tours. He's probably won't be in WWE for a little bit, bit. But yeah, that would be that would be nuts if they did like a a big pay per view down in Mexico. You got Rey Mysterio, got all those guys. Like you'll get a, a lot of attendance and or piggyback off a. Uh, like triple mania or something. They don't need to, although it's kind of like they're piggybacking off all in a little bit with this uh, Berlin oh, show. Yeah. yeah. So it, who would have thunk it? WWE kind of doing what uh, other shows do to, to them for the most part. But yeah, I'm wondering if uh, Philly for WrestleMania, if WWE is going to try to add more shows, there's that talk where Rob Van Dam said that they wanted to book him for mania for 40. That's right. Yeah. Now, me, I'm wondering, like, okay, do they mean, like, the actual Mania show? That would be pretty cool. It's in Philly, 40th anniversary. He's a big star. Or are they going to do some sort of, like, you know, ECW one-night stand thing that's going to, like, combat, like, your GCWs or smaller arena shows? I'm not I'm not sure. I just – I don't see what you'd be able to do with that anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, the – what, you'd have, uh, like, Rhino and Tommy Dreamer are contracted to – impact yeah that not that not that that has that won't stopped stop before him. we've had mickey yeah. james in the rumble and stuff like that but uh rob van dam what sandman sabu i just when they last did the one night stand it was just such a perfect time because everyone was still relatively active and things i think 
I don't really see what you'd be able to do at this point. Yeah. And if it was with, I don't see them necessarily allowing WWE stars to go over and just do like a style like the years of old necessarily. So I don't know. Um, but I yeah. could totally see, obviously they'll do the NXT show. Um, whether you have like, uh, like I, I find it interesting now, like Triple H is back. We saw uh, Cedric Alexander, you know, have a pretty good match on SmackDown and a bit of a promo segment and stuff and reminding who he is. And the CWC was one of Triple H's babies. Whether we see trying to revive like a cruiserweight division or something like that, try a cruiserweight show again. And that could be something you do for a Mania weekend, not necessarily, you know, 205 Live, a weekly show, but you could do some sort of, like one show tournament or something with all your cruiserweights involved, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. A lucha, a lucha show, really. But lucha yeah, show, a cruiserweight yeah. classic, a May Young classic or something. I have evolution, yeah. whatever they called that pay-per-view. Like, yeah, I, I honestly like they're killing it. So I know they're, they're in the right path. And I mean, while we're on the topic of WWE, we might as well stick with this. Um, give some, some previews, some predictions because sure. WWE are across the world this week as they kick off their crown jewel 2023 from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, and uh, I know uh, it looked like it looked like Undertaker and Vince uh, were hanging out over in Saudi Arabia a little early there. Uh, I, was it was it Vince and was that Kane and Taker, uh, <laughs> the brothers of destruction? Uh, Vince McMahon with a, a vaudeville and mustache and yeah. a, a cane now so uh he's just becoming more and more ridiculous isn't he i mean obviously he had surgery and that the cane is yes. he needs but yes. as you said with the mustache and everything it, it doesn't help things it's like an old old timey villain who's like twirls his mustache that's like it looks like he painted on or <laughs> no wonder why Arya Maniel is like you know vince you can just collect the money you can go just 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 stay at home <laughs> yeah yeah uh, let's, let's go through this, uh, crown jewel thing and, and look, look ahead. Cause I'm sure we'll be talking about it next week, but, uh, Seth freaking Rollins taking on Drew McIntyre. You kind of mentioned that Drew is like, Hey, um, I'm, I'm mad that I never got my moment. So he's kind of turned heel and, but he's pretending like he's not. And, and I don't think he's, uh, I don't think he's taking the title from Seth. In fact, Drew's not one of my, my favorites. And I, we were at SummerSlam and I think Drew versus Gunther was kind of the letdown of that mm. pay-per-view. So I'm not necessarily too hyped for this match. Which was a shame because I think the triple threat at Mania was one of the matches of the year. Yes. Um, I, I thought that was fantastic. I Drew is a bit hit and miss for me. I am really liking this character at the moment. I think it does feel really fresh, like this logical heel turn he's he's having where he's just, he's pissed off. He wants his moment. Uh, he was the pandemic champion. It's everyone seems to be forgetting this guy who fucked him over. Um, and I, I am enjoying the story. I think Drew can have some some pretty good matches as well. And Seth is one of the best. So I think it will be a pretty good match. I I don't know whether you do a, a heel turn and Drew wins to kind of solidify things. Or uh, there's always the the like Damien Priest element as well. As oh, he's right. the money in the bank. Uh, but... True. Ultimately, I do see Seth holding the title at Mania to go against Gunther. But that doesn't mean you can do a couple of months, a bit of flip-flop. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you're probably right. I think we're probably sticking with Seth until Mania here. 
I mean, Seth versus Gunther at Mania sounds like an awesome match. Like, I'm, I'm sure those guys will kill each other. It would be fantastic. But I'm going to stick with, with Seth on this one. Uh, what about Rey Mysterio taking on Logan Paul, who was, who was in Toronto yesterday? So, uh, celebrating. Did you, did you go and see him? Uh, you know, my girlfriend doesn't live too far from that area, and I was thinking about it, but seeing pictures, it looked nutso. So mm. I'm kind of happy I, I didn't go over there. Every 2,000, first 2,000 people got a free bottle of Prime. I, I want to know if he approves of the Canadian Prime Energy drink. I uh, think he has no choice. <laughs> yeah. But like, what what his opinion on the taste or whatever is, because I went to Freshco, so... um uh, prime energy like not the yeah. hydration drink but the energy drink the energy one um was pulled from from shelves here because it just contains way too much caffeine and i i think the fact that uh you know logan paul's an influencer and very popular with like younger kids. people uh you can't be giving kids this amount of caffeine so it's kind of been pulled over here and then i saw them on shelves in Freshco, and there was a sign next to them saying that these are uh, specially produced for Canada versions of the drink. So uh, mm-hmm. I'd be curious to see what he what he thinks of the Canadian Prime Energy. I know some people prefer like European Diet Coke because it oh, uses it was different. different oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, at, like my girlfriend sometimes likes Diet Coke and she was like, oh, it's so different over here. And I was like, oh, come on, it can't be. And I tried it. I was like, oh, whoa, this is something different. Yeah, I haven't really tried the Prime Energy that much, but I, I have once in a while the the rehydration. On a day like today, the rehydration one would be pretty good. But I, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> I like. I, I'm actually pretty. Um, you know, like it's easy to be like, ah, these fucking Twitch streamers and stuff. But I yeah. think over the last year or so, I've, I've grown a lot of respect for Logan Paul. Um, I know a lot of people are very negative about this, like celebrity boxing stuff. But I heard way more talk, people talking about Logan Paul's fight last week than I heard people talking about the. Tyson Fury Absolutely. and Garnu fight yesterday, which is yeah. crazy to me. So he promotes himself well. He's proved that he puts in the work uh, with wrestling and has had some really entertaining matches and really entertaining promos. And, you know, I quite like Prime Prime Hydration. It, <laughs> it does the trick. It tastes pretty good. So, I, uh, yeah. yeah, like I, 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 again, never really knew about him too much before WWE, but I thought he came into WWE looking good, sounding good. His, he's very smart in everything he does. Uh, I, I'd say he wins the U.S. title because he could be doing, he could have been in Toronto yesterday with the U.S. title at this thing. Like he's going to be like Bad Bunny and take it everywhere he goes. Uh, and and kind of, remember when Bad Bunny had the 24-7 and he was on SNL? Yeah. And people were like, what the fuck? Like, dude, that's when I loved, I, I already loved Bad Bunny for a long mm-hmm. time before WWE, but seeing him do that, I was like, bro, that is amazing. So like, you know, Logan Paul would do the same thing where he would take this title and like, you know, wear it everywhere he goes. And I think it's, yeah. a good, I, I'm sorry, Ray Mysterio. It kind of messes up that story because I uh, like Santos and Ray and like, there's a few, like there's a few other guys in there that could mix around and, and get, use that title. But like, yeah, I think it's a smart choice to put it on, on Logan Paul. I, I yeah, I think strap up Logan Paul absolutely do gives more promotion to WWE. You know, just having this this yeah. title on his set and stuff like that. Um, I could potentially see Kevin Owens being a eventual like challenger for him. Okay, uh, yeah. I because I feel he's he's kind of a like a big main eventer who 
feels a bit of a loose part now he's moved to SmackDown. So yeah, I yeah. can totally see them rekindle their feud from a couple of years ago and and have that be a thing, maybe. But yeah, I'm going with with Logan Paul here. Yes, drink prime, as he says. Uh, so we are agreeing on that one. But what about Cody Rhodes taking on Damian Priest? Is this the classic WWE red herring of Damian Priest is going to lose clean to Cody mm. only to cash in later on Seth? Uh, it could. It could be. I mean, I don't see Priest cashing in on, on Roman. Um, no, no. I like... Yeah, I I don't know. I is I don't really see, but it is potentially an option. Him, you know, just surprising and cashing in on Ilya, maybe because we've seen the the cross promotion with mm. NXT and uh, and main roster. But I I think the story with the the back of Seth, which they're still kind of playing up, it's just it's a perfect setup for Priest to finally cash in on him. But I don't know if it's yet. Uh, he is the tag champion right now oh, as yeah. well, so I think that's maybe a bit too much. Um, but I I see Cody winning, but I could see it being some sort of, you know, Judgment Day kind of accidentally fucking it up for Priest. Uh, that so it s- still keeps Priest somewhat strong, but can add to the fracturing. Probably you know JD McDonough costing him or something like that. Okay, yeah, I, I think Cody wins regardless because he'll get back into his WrestleMania title hunt. Yeah down the line what about the other judgment day member Rhea ripley putting the women's world title on the line against nia Jax, Shayna baszler zoe stark and raquel rodriguez I forgot that's her name rodriguez. yeah i i think this this is Rhea. you know i yeah, I, yeah. I don't see a clear direction of who her kind of big challenger is um i'm trying to think who we teased uh they teased bianca didn't they after mania this year so maybe at some point bianca can flip back to raw and be a, a potential like mania opponent, opponent that would be yeah. a big yeah bianca That's something we haven't really done yeah um and i think it was the the raw after mania they kind of had a bit of a stare down so nicely set it up for the year later but i don't yeah. see this i don't see Rhea dropping this title um to any yeah. of these women especially in a multi-woman it feels a bit of a waste to yeah after such a dominant reign to lose it by you know Zoe Stark being pinned. <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah, you know. I agree. Well, what about Bianca versus Io Sky for the WWE Women's Championship? Uh, we kind of talked about how it's just a weird dynamic right now because people yeah, really want to cheer Io. Uh, Bianca Belair is very popular as well, but I do, I do see. Well, we know Io is popular in the UK and Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Uh, <laughs> we. I, I can't think how the reactions have been to her in Saudi Arabia, but uh, maybe she's a hometown girl there as well. Um, but I do see EO retaining due to more uh, cheating. Bailey. More, uh, what are they called? Damage control shenanigans. Yeah. Will Bailey be wearing her lethal weapon t-shirt in Saudi Arabia? So Was that legit? She was wearing that on SmackDown? She wore, uh, you know, that guy's stash pages who has amazing stuff. I want to buy stuff from, I haven't bought anything from this this guy yet but he has some sick wrestling stuff online stash pages and bailey i think this was like before smackdown they did this like halloween thing and bailey came out with the lethal weapon steve blackman t-shirt on and i loved it right away i had to send it to you you were like is this real yeah <laughs> uh just i mean you know I, i'm gonna start campaigning again 
Steve Black Rumble time. Rumble yeah. 2024. <laughs> I think I, I'm hopefully going to that event. And wow, I'd, I'd lose my mind. We yeah. we were we were politicking it so hard like last year, probably the year before that. One day this thing's gonna happen. So yeah, if you were at the Rumble, if you go to the Rumble, he comes out, you would probably cry. Yeah, I'd lose my mind. <laughs> you know he's in good shape, so he can do it. He's oh, like a cop or something. Yeah, still like, kicking ass. He can. All he needs to do is you know come in. Whip some nunchucks around, do one like spin kick Kick. kind of thing uh, to eliminate someone and then and then get tossed out. It's fine. Kicks the shit out of Dom. Yeah. (laughs) Just because. Massive Uh, Steve Blackman fan. We we also have John Cena taking on Solo Sokoa in this match. Yeah, I I, go for it. I think so. They're building it up like he hasn't won on TV for a couple of years now or whatever it is. And, um, you know, is this the end of me and that sort of thing? You imagine Cena's probably going to be factored in somehow at WrestleMania. So I think, uh, you know, if Solo's only two losses are against Cody and Cena, I think that's okay. You can still build up this guy uh, who's pretty well protected. Uh, I do think Cena needs a bit of redemption here, maybe. I agree. Yeah. So it won't hurt solo at losing to Cena. No. Like it's yeah. Uh, and then our main event, Roman Reigns, the undisputed universal title on the line against LA Knight. I absolutely loved LA Knight interrupting Roman's entrance, <laughs> walking right past him in the most disrespectful dog shit I've ever seen. I loved it so much. This guy is just so good. And it's so funny because I'm getting messages from like casual fans, fans that aren't really fans. Like, you know, they see clips on TikTok or Instagram. They're like, yo, who is this LA night guy? And like the yeah thing gets over really easy with everyone. He looks like a million bucks with those silly round glasses. I love it so much. Like I, 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 I don't think he's beating Roman Reigns, but like, wow, like you could strike while the, the fucking iron is hot, but I don't see that happening. No, I, I don't see him winning. Uh, I just, it's really cool to see WWE just going with the tide, you know? Yeah, like, how yeah. many times have we seen, there was a point where Miro, sorry, Rusev, was so, so over with that whole Rusev Day thing. And you you look at him and he's a physical specimen. He can go in the ring. And for whatever reason, it felt like back in sort of the Vince era, that he'd get mad if you got over on your own, you know? If if it's not something I've written or whatever, like, he punishes people for getting over, which is just so fucking ridiculous. And I love that LA Knight, you know? um, He kind of won us both over in NXT um, and then moved up and they did the whole Max Dupree thing. At one point, it felt like he was going to be released. Um, And then just the, the timing, I guess, of... Vince's quote-unquote retirement and turning him back to LA Knight and the uh, the Bray Wyatt feud actually I think it did better for LA Knight than it did for for Bray rest in peace um, and just that they've gone with this and he feels like a legit main eventer now and I think the the thing is next is what do you do with LA Knight after uh, a I assume losing to Roman Reigns. How can you keep him hot and relevant still? And maybe that is maybe he's the one to take like the US title from Logan Paul or something like that. But uh, it's pretty cool to see that they're they're going with this guy. He's main eventing, 
and it, it doesn't necessarily feel out of place. And I, I think his segments have been have been pretty awesome. Yeah, it's like, what do you do if he he loses this match to keep him on that level? Like, would you put him in? Uh, does does Solo cost him, and then you put him with Solo in that storyline? Does he go and feud with someone else? Like, if he's not the the champion, where would you book him? Like, making him a, a Rumble hopeful, maybe someone screws him out of that match, sets up a Mania match. Like, you'd hope he gets some big, pro, like, program where he can do like promo feuds and stuff with some other people, but. I, I think it's great that they're putting him in this title match. And like, again, it would be crazy if he won, but I just don't see it working out that way. Considering you got to go for Cody V Roman two at mania again. Like we have to, it's like, if you weren't going to pull the trigger on Cody, you know, Sammy in, uh, yeah. or yeah. Sammy in Montreal or drew in Cardiff or Cody. or Cody at mania. It's, I don't see them pulling the trigger on LA night in yeah. Saudi, but it's, it's cool that they've built him up. And I think the best uh, Roman matches have been the ones where someone has been so popular that you go, I mean, if you were going to do it, now would be a good time. So, uh, you know, as long as they get that good hope spot, you've kind of got me. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll be good. And, and all the bells and whistles and the wise man and somewhat bloodline stuff. Honestly, the card looks pretty good, especially some of the big marquee matches. I think EO and Bianca, I'm, I'm hoping that really delivers as my like match of the night that I'm, I'm most Mm. looking forward to, but yeah. And, and this is on during the day, right? So kind of cool to, to check it out. I think I'm working during the day, uh, which sucks. So I'll probably have to check it out later that night, but we'll we'll chat about it uh next sunday and give some some thoughts on everything that that happens on crown jewel you see the you we mentioned the fury fight with vince and undertaker but vince was sitting next to eminem sorry that that wasn't the match <laughs> no no sorry wait what vince you made versus... it sound like tyson fury versus vince and the undertaker uh, Nagano, in Saudi Arabia, right? yeah. yeah which yeah. i wouldn't put past but yeah <laughs> Uh, I just saw the, the, the videos and the photos of Vince McMahon sitting next to Eminem, Mike Tyson, like Ronaldo's there, like all, like what a weird blunt rotation that would be. But Eminem just like in his fucking hoodie, like eight mile. Yeah. (laughs) Multi-billionaire or whatever, just hanging out in a hoodie uh, next to Vince. Just a weird visual, which was, which was pretty cool. Uh, so that was some, some WWE chat. Uh, we can we can flip the page over and maybe start talking about some AE dubs as yeah. they had a, a pretty uh, packed week of, of stuff that, that happened. Obviously uh, we had collision last night, but maybe we could start with uh, what happened on Wednesday on AEW dynamite, which I thought was a pretty, pretty good show. I know ratings uh, didn't go necessarily they went a little down for them, but right now is, is crazy time for sports, right? There's like, Everything going on. Everything right now. Baseball, so, basketball, hockey. So yeah, soccer, that that football. obviously would uh, would affect uh, wrestling ratings. But besides that, I still thought it was a pretty uh, strong strong show that kicked off. I'm really enjoying the MJF versus the world, where it's like a rogues gallery. It's like Batman. Every time you know he he puts away one guy in Arkham, this other guy's like, hey, but don't forget about me. And then it's like, oh, I got to go off onto that story now. And which I think. One of my criticisms for AEW for such a long time is people don't seem to care about the title. Like, yes, exactly. Kenny is like, oh, I'd rather just fuck around with my friends. Same yeah. with Hangman. It's like all these people who it's like, you should want that title. And I think now finally everyone going for it is 
is pretty cool. And I, it's, it's solidifying MJF now as this baby face. And he seems less of like the, I am a heel playing baby face and now just coming across more as a pure baby face. I, I think it's working. Yeah, I, I genuinely love MJF as a, a babyface right now. And and whatever happens with him, if he turns again or whatever, it'll be just as fantastic. But I, I am loving the whole like story of everyone now kind of wants a piece of the action, um, including uh, like the Jay White match. I know at the pay-per-view will be amazing. I don't necessarily like the stealing the title thing, but whatever. I, I always hate that. I yeah. think it's so it's such a trope and it it always feels weak to me we got like we got joe who mjf beat he choked him out but he still beat him but joe's still like i'm not done with you then we got uh kenny who is like hey you taunted me bitch well 13 days Mm -hmm. sets up for this match on collision which we'll get into but i loved I, I, I mjf fought juice the match was whatever he won the diamond ring back but then there was so much like kerfuffle with the acclaimed and the the what is it the kingdom guys and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff all to which i didn't care for that much except when he pushed roddy in the wheelchair that was hilarious but then it all like just went to set up kenny coming out and then all of a sudden my ears perked up and then kenny to cut this promo on him basically saying like oh yeah you're the one who taunted me with that and i'm gonna throw it back at you and sets up for what like only a few days later for collision which is absolutely bonkers that they would do this i'm a huge advocate of announcing some big matches on TV, but this is a match you could have clearly waited. This could have been the pay-per-view match. Uh, oh yeah. I, I, I think would have a lot more interest than the pay-per-view match as much as I think Jay White and MJF will kill it at the pay-per-view. Like Kenny MJF is first time ever, like pretty, pretty huge. In fact, like right away, I'm like, fuck, where's the show on Saturday? Shit. Like, wow. Like I've been to, I've been to some of the big, I think I've been to like some of the all the big Kenny matches minus the like Okada series, and I'm like, wait, what? Why aren't they doing this at a pay per view? Why am I not going to this? They just announced the pay per view in like Long Island. Like this could have been that that big match, but I'm like, I'm happy that they're they're giving it to us. Uh, but yeah, I was I, like really shocked. Yeah, I I think it just shows that they're still like focusing on really trying to get Collision like as musty as possible. Sure. Uh, I think Saturdays are such a difficult time because, uh, you know, a lot of people are, are busy and out and whatever. And I, I kind of feel if you don't watch on the Sunday, it's past you by, you know, you're not going to catch up a few days later or whatever. Whereas you announce a match like this and I'm at work, I'm staying off my phone because I don't want to see what happens. <laughs> I come home and as soon as I get up, I'm like, right, I'm, I'm going to watch collision. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to watch it. And I think I think that's what you they're going to start doing more of is having dynamite as maybe your furthering stories, doing a bit more kind of promo based stuff and then setting up a big match for collision because we know the format of, you know, the last 30 minutes or 40 minutes is a one solid match. And I think it it could help uh I would maybe announce it a little bit before 3 days. <laughs> I think if you are having people obviously people living in the city but maybe if you're a neighboring city or whatever and thinking of making the drive to a town you'd want a bit more than a week's notice well three days notice to prepare for that um but i think they're they're really trying to uh you know boost ticket sales and and boost maybe the perception of this show 
like okay, as a as a, a fan who's watching a TV show, for them to all of a sudden have Kenny come out and then go, you know, hey, in three days, bitch, I'll fight you. That's great to make me go, oh shit. You know, last night I had a how the Halloween plans, and while everyone's getting ready, I'm like, hey guys, what if we left at ten so we can get the Uber, get there for ten thirty, and everyone's like, yeah, great idea. When secretly I'm like, good because. I kind of when when would I give a shit? So here I am pre gaming, and I have my laptop on with Collision on, with like the volume kind of low while like the Halloween tunes, and we're having some drinks. I'm like, oh wait, is the, is it on yet? Oh no, that's that's Rhett Titus. Hold on, wait. Oh, is it on? Okay, wait. No, main event starting. Okay, and then like as soon as it ends, I'm like in my spacesuit. I was ready to go party. So I do like Collision being on Saturdays, and you can skip it and stuff. I don't know if the rating will be that good because it's like it's a Halloween weekend. Like people are going to be out, but. I was very happy that they they did this match. And um, again, if you were to announce this for a pay per view, I would have considered like, oh, should I should I go to this? I, 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 like, I, I, I do have thought about it. I do think it will still be big though if you announce a rematch down the line. Yes, yeah. And uh, I mean, we've you know they put Danielson Kenny on free TV, and we still haven't had the rematch yet. So yeah, I think yeah. when they eventually go to that, uh, that'll feel big again. Um, we might as well skip, like, we can go back to Dynamite, but while we're on the topic, uh, we might as well talk about yeah, the match yeah, as of course. well. Oh, I, I love I, it. I thought it was excellent. And I uh, uh, I kind of like it. It was a relatively clean finish as well. I mean, Callus kind of distracted Kenny from hitting the one-winged angel, but it was still like, it wasn't like there was any dodgy business that caused mjf to win yeah he didn't uh, hit the ring or anything like that he no, didn't choke him out and tape and you know the sign of respect between the two at the end with the with the hug um you know mj i you don't really hear the criticisms anymore but for quite a while it was ah oh, this guy's just a promo and it's like there's an argument of you know him being one of the wrestlers of the year this year and i think it's going to be hard uh, for anyone to beat osprey just the whole catalog of work he's put out but I would say now at this point that MJF's been the best AEW champion when you look at the title defenses. Um, because oh, I, yeah, as, as fun as Kenny's run was with the belt collector, no real matches kind of his feuds weren't great. I didn't think during that run. Um, Hangman page had some good matches, but never felt like the star of the show when he was the champion. Uh, I don't think CM Punk ever defended his title, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then Mox is just the like the constant, the like like you know reset, go back to Mox, like let's let's calm everything down. Uh, but I think MJF match quality wise and feuds has possibly been uh, the best title run, and I think having a match like this, uh, he'll be having the the Jay White match, which I imagine will be great as well. And whatever he's got planned for for World's End, um, I I think it's it's been an incredibly strong title reign. Absolutely, I agree with you completely. I think it's been the best run. He's now the longest reigning AEW champion, beating Kenny's streak and beating him in this match. This was easily the best TV match this year. I, I think across any show, uh, in my opinion, I, I was watching this like, what in the hell, man? That power bomb spot off the not first. First, Kenny hits him with a, a, drag, a snapdragon on the apron onto mm. MJF's neck. And then on top of that, he picks him up and then power bombs him off the apron through a table. I screamed. Like high on the shoulders. Oh, and my God. Area. 
It was yeah. insane, dude. I I sleep on a pillow wrong, and I'm I have neck pains. Yeah. This, this guy took these crazy bumps, uh, and then the spot with the the counter of the one winged angel into a poison rana. You know we mm-hmm. love that. And then how about a double sir? Because then Kenny counters with that as well. Like great, great back and forth. I, you you said it best. Like MJF to to me when he, when I first started watching AEW was when I was first really introduced to him, and he instant from night one he became a household name from his promo. But I got to say this, this last year, even the year before, like his matches are incredible. And I am the, one of the biggest Kenny fanboys you'll ever meet or hear, listen to talk about, because I just, he's my favorite and this, he's the measuring stick. So finally seeing MJF versus him, I was like, oh no, man, MJF, MJF, not even hanging. He's, he's above, like he's, he's become the guy here. Like the Danielson Ironman match definitely was like, whoa. This guy went an hour with the, the dragon, right? But now fighting Kenny, I'm like, oh. And they went like 30 minutes. It had a clean finish, but one day we'll get this again. But, yeah, holy shit, this was really good. And I hope we we get to see it again down the line. But tell me tell me a TV match on any show better than this. Uh, there's probably arguments for lots of other stuff, but, wow, this was really good. I think they're doing, you know, a great job with – the story as well, because I think when MJF eventually loses this title, you can turn him back heel because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's he's stretching himself so thin. He's not just defending the AW World Championship. He's defending the ROH Tag Team Championship as well. He's got, you mentioned Joe, uh, obviously Kenny, Jay White. He's got Wardlow. Wardlow. Have a match with him. Uh Swerve is feuding with Hangman right now, but he's he's been talking about being, you know, the first black AEW champion. That can be a feud you have, and eventually he'll lose, and he'll be like, fuck, well, like, he can justify himself by going back to his old ways because, you know, I, I started wrestling every week. I used to have the Roman Reigns deal where I wrestle five times a year, and now I'm wrestling once a week, sometimes twice in the same show, defending different titles. And I, I think it'll be a, a logical way to turn him back heel when you want to do that. But yeah. right now, having fun as this just babyface champion. It, it is weird if he's got to defend the tag titles. Like, I think that should come in to bite him in the ass. Like, yeah. having to, to defend too. Like, he could just be like, you know what? I don't care about the ROH titles anymore because Adam's injured. And it looks like Adam Cole is going to be in, taken. Like, he's not going to be back for quite a long time just having you know surgery but like the devil is it just going to be revealed as adam cole this whole time i don't know I, I can't say i'm really i think this makes a whole lot more sense if it's the devil targeting mjf not jay white so i don't really care i think <laughs> the, the devil is teasing because he will attack mjf right eventually like that's what it's going to lead to or jay white somehow screws mjf revealing he was in part of the devil or something yeah it, it's not a story that particularly makes sense to me and i'm not overly interested uh i i don't know where you go maybe it's to debut someone new like are they just holding off to debut dolph ziggler or or mustafa ali or something like that uh, when their three mm-hmm. months are up it's i yeah. could be something like that i don't know uh, it doesn't hold a whole lot of interest for me yeah. personally. But, but I do like how he's got like other challengers in the wings and yeah. the Jay White the Jay White stuff definitely will deliver at the pay-per-view. But the the feud itself, it's like, yeah, Jay White's a pretty good talker and I, I like the 
other than the belt stuff, like I like the card blade and the. It does the just feel a bit secondary when you've got the Kenny match and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but you you know Jay, Jay White can deliver in ring, and I think uh, I think this AEW run's actually been better for him because it's it's kind of forced him to get rid of some of his habits. You know, yeah, having just fucking thirteen ma- minute minutes. matches on TV rather than <laughs> spending thirteen minutes outside the ring before the match starts. It yeah, it helps him. It's it's made him a way more compelling wrestler for me. I liked I liked how uh, they did a good job of like, look, I, I didn't actually think Kenny was going to beat MJF because I figured Callus would just come out and cost him the match. But part of me was like, yo, what if they did so that the pay per view now is Kenny versus Jay White? Like that's pretty yeah. pretty crazy, and it got a lot of people like thinking about that. Obviously, they've wrestled a few times, but that would that is a match we can go to down the line. Now is Kenny taking a break now? He's taking a little breather. Which is a terrible, is terrible time. I, I, I hope he's he's not injured or going to be fo- like. Taken oh, I, off I haven't heard anything. Why? I hope that's not the case. But like that's because he's not the the only one who seems to be shelved. Because on Collision, they they had Claudio pretty much revealing his promo against Okada, saying like, "Hey, you hurt my boy," and uh, he's got uh, what uh, some orbital bone injury. Like, is this legit? It sounds like it is because then Tony Schiavone on commentary was like, "Yeah, it's it's serious," and he's he's because the the way they did the angle, it, it yeah. felt like it was <laughs> Danielson doing his incredible selling. Like the camera was focusing on him. Yeah. Okada was going, "Wow, wow, wow!" Okada was like, mocking him. Okada was like dis- dying think, laughing at. This. I think it's, it's kind of great now. that you know Danielson has beaten Okada twice now, technically, but he's come out the worst both yeah. times. Like, yeah. It's interesting for sure. Okay, so uh, as as we're we're definitely jumping around here, um, but okay, so we'll, we'll go back to what happened with that on Dynamite. So Orange Cassidy a week ago is like, yo, I'm bringing Okada to Dynamite, which is crazy. So Orange Cassidy and Okada taking on Danielson and Claudio. The match was awesome. This was mm-hmm. some great back and forth. Who who would have thunk? Orange Cassidy and Okada making a great team and one of the best visuals and best moments possibly ever when okada goes for the rainmaker pose with the camera and orange is like oh yeah i'll take that hug and <laughs> goes in there i was howling at that but then the wrestling you had claudio in there with okada which was definitely like wetting our whistle a little bit of like hey that, that that that's a match we could go to down the line and of course danielson and okada in there killing each other but then the finish where it's, yeah, it's the BCC who win, but Danielson was down. Okada's like, basically like, look at this little bitch. <laughs> he's like, yeah. look, oh, your arm. He's like, oh, my arm. Oh, he's like, yeah, you may have beat me again, but fuck your arm and your orbital bone. So I it, think it, I thought it was, I, th- I thought it was storyline until I kind of went online and then it was definitely Tony Schiavone's tone that I'm like, I, I think they're serious. So the- Claudio's made it, made it seem like he's now facing uh, Okada, like he wants Okada, whether it's full gear or Tokyo Dome. The good thing is, though, is uh, I mean, I wouldn't wish anyone breaking an orbital bone, but we've no. seen that injury quite a lot in wrestling, and it doesn't take you out for too long. We've seen people wear the protective mask and that kind of thing. Danielson came back after what a few weeks with a broken arm. Like, I don't think this will put him on the shelf for too long. Um, is this his face then? His like n- orbital, right? Yeah, it's like, like here, what, Undertaker. Right. He's got to wear the Undertaker mask. Yeah, wear like a Seahawks face mask or something. <laughs> a dragon. Um, 
but I, I think we've both said how Claudio, like, we respect as a wrestler, but hasn't particularly done it for me. Like, I watch yeah. him and it's like, yeah, you're a really good professional wrestler, but I'm just a bit mad on you. I thought his promo on Collision was excellent. It might be mm-hmm. the best promo he's ever done. I thought he sounded awesome and scary and passionate. And- he's like Hitman. Yeah, and I think seeing uh, him and Okada tie up in the tag match, I'm like, oh yeah, you're both kind of similar size. This is ha- this isn't something I've really seen before. I think that singles match is something I uh, I'm really excited about. But Claudio Orange this coming Wednesday, I think, is going to be awesome as yeah. well. So it, this is the most interested I've been in Claudio for a long, long time, uh, and I just think the quality of matches coming out are going to be great. Um, Jake in the chat is saying that. Uh, Brian apparently got his nose broken. So, yeah, that's orbit, so like, right? yeah. So hopefully, yeah, he shouldn't be out for too long and we can just give him a, a fancy mask. Hopefully, an American I, dragon mask. Yeah, part of me thinks he's missing the Tokyo Dome, though, and I bet he's he's pretty pissed. This dude's missed all in, and now he's going to miss that. I don't think you're going to be out for two months mm. with a broken nose. We'll see. How about we break yours and see how long it's... <laughs> no, but I mean, you see like rugby players break their nose all the time and they just yeah. play, you know, like yeah. I, I think it's something you can get around yeah. with. Yeah, I, no, I, so. I don't but, want to break my nose, no, but, I, no, but Claudio, I, can, I could still podcast with a broken nose. Yeah, you just sound like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Claudio and Okada, though, if that's the replacement, like that's crazy. If you do that at full gear, the Tokyo Dome would be pretty crazy. Or world's but, end. Oh, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I I love that on Dynamite. That match was crazy. Okada coming in there is is uh, super cool and love seeing him. And I loved him mocking Danielson. I yeah, just yeah. it was kind of awkward and now even weird because, uh, like, it's it's it was a real injury. So you're like, oh, that's kind of shitty. But but Okada, it, it, yeah. it feeds into this great character Okada's been playing over the last year, where he's just been bullying like the, love it so the much. younger talent. He's yeah. like this grizzled veteran now. So like, and he's you. like, yeah, he was he lost the match, but he's like, fuck Did you. I? <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> fucked you up again. Yeah. I, I really <laughs> I really loved it. So I'm I'm definitely lo- I'm loving a lot of the wrestling from, from AEW right now. And some of these stories, little things are really I'm really back into. It. I know people are like, "Oh, AW and ticket sales are are so bad. They're in the they're in the dump right now." I'm like, I don't know. As a viewer, like, I'm watching these shows, and I'm there's there's stuff every week that obviously I don't necessarily like, like pumpkin matches or whatever was on yeah. collision. But there is stuff that like genuinely, as a wrestling fan, I'm like, this is it. Like they're doing such a good job. And now Claudio is the hitman coming for Okada or his boy's defense. Another I think little story I love. It's clear they're making an effort to try and do something to to shape this perception and these ticket sales and things. I think announcing the Sting retirement tour is a great idea because yeah. it's something. If if they're not coming to Toronto in the next between now and uh, and anyway. uh, sorry, Revolution, March. Um, I think you know if they were in like a Buffalo or a rochester or something and you know sting's going to be on the card i'd go like you know what i'd like to see sting one last time and i think a lot of people are going to do that and i think people who aren't necessarily aew fans and but are just wrestling fans and see you know oh sting's last match in north carolina sting's last match in ohio stings up wherever like i think it will push some tickets and now having rick flair yes attached to him 
Okay, let's talk about this. Uh, so Tony Khan has a gift for Sting, and it is another human for Sting to take control of. Sting's got his whole family here. He's got people that he owns, including Darby, his kid, and now Grandpa Rick. Uh, this is a whole Adams family of who's who in this. Oh, and Nick well, Wayne. Adams uh, family as well. Yeah. All oh, like, right. Sorry. Adam the Adams. His, you know, because they go way back. <laughs> Sting and Adam Copeland. Adam Copeland and Sting definitely don't go way back. But uh, will Adam Copeland join Sting and uh, Darby in this six-man tag that sets up here? So, yeah. Out comes Sting's gift. Rick Flair is here in AEW making his debut. Woo, looking looking pretty sharp. That Rick Flair drip. That suit was that suit was nice. I mean, he never doesn't look good even at his uh, old age here, but he comes down to the ring and uh he, he he woos. He even gets a few chops in on Sting, which popped me pretty much. Uh and then on top of that, we had Christian cage oh i was sweating oh um, my god i was nervous i you were uh, nervous we all I, know what you, we thought he was gonna say <laughs> first of all do you think sting uh it seemed like a genuine surprise to him i think yeah it, i'm wondering because it's like maybe maybe he didn't know but maybe he maybe he was just pretending like oh wow rick so shocked um, to see you but yeah i like we know uh you know, Rick lost his son, Reed, a few years ago. And with the whole Christian being like your the best dead. dad in the world and your dad's dead, I I thought I was yeah. so hoping it wouldn't go there because we've seen, you know, how upset Rick got with the, the Page-Charlotte feud a few years ago. And then recently, I don't know if you saw that clip of him walking off on that podcast. I did, yes, yeah. Um, so I was pretty nervous. Um, luckily, they didn't go there he just attacked his alcoholism instead uh we just is, called him old that's fine he called uh, him old with a black liver look um, I, didn't, I didn't want him to to bring that up either uh obviously if it's something they clear down the line to get really cheap heat you know sure because christian's already talking about people's dads dead and stuff like that but they didn't do it and equally still made me gasp laugh and horrified as christian said uh <laughs> If I know there's no God, because if there was a God, he would have killed Ric Flair 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. I lost it at that line. So Christian's still proving he's the most ruthless guy. I mean, Christian and Ric definitely have history uh, in WWE, but Edge and Ric Flair have a lot of history from WWE. So Edge to kind of be on that side with Rick Sting and Darby is so bizarre, but... Uh, I, I would hope that... So the story is what? Edge doesn't want to fight Christian? He doesn't yeah, want to title? Yeah, they're doing the Brett thing, aren't they? Like, I came I to AEW. Kane Undertaker sort of thing. Yeah, he's like, hey, I came to AEW to team with Christian. Fuck, go fuck yourself. Okay, well, I don't want to do anything now that I'm here in <laughs> AEW is pretty much what Christian's... Uh, I fought a dinosaur and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, wait, you want me to face Christian? Uh, I don't nah. know if I can do that. That's the storyline, but okay. Uh, I did like Sting being like, wake up and partner me kind of <laughs> promo later uh back to rick i think it's i think it's really nice for for sting and like i'd like to see kind of more of these people like one shots people come in from sting's past on this retirement Luger. tour my my thing is i just get nervous whenever i see rick out there like he doesn't look particularly well um 
he does look drunk a lot of the time. He looks like he's going to burst into tears most of the time. And I, I don't necessarily enjoy watching a product being worried about this performer. Um, so it's, it looks like he's, he's here for the ride. He's going to be like a, a weekly character now, but yeah, I do get a little nervous watching Ric Flair these days, to be honest. Obviously there's a lot to be said with, I'm sure, I'm sure it's rubbing some people the wrong way with like, Oh, it's Ric Flair. And like, you know, the whole dark side of the ring and everything. Mm. Like, obviously there's that there's it's, it's wrestling. I'm not, not trying to like defend or, or anything. What's, you know, he said, she said, or whatever, but like this guy is like, the epitome of, of wrestling speaking of Halloween weekend, like so many people are dressed up as Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. And, and like, he's one of the I- iconic characters and like devil's advocate. I'm like, yo, like why wouldn't this guy show up on, on TV? How many years left is this guy even going to be alive? So yeah. like, you know, we got to kind of uh, take it while we can and let him, you know, do we've, we've seen, I watched so many documentaries on Ric Flair and a common denominator from Ric Flair promos and interviews through the years is I don't do anything else. I live my gimmick. I am myself. I am Ric Flair. And like the guy likes to party. The guy likes to be involved in wrestling. So power to him. And I'm, I I am a huge fan of Flair. I don't want to see him. Obviously he's not going to wrestle because he's had his last match. He's retired back in Oh seven. Right. Um, I, I do enjoy seeing, I, I really like this segment and him and Sting together is something I've wanted in AEW for a little while. And just being there, like cutting some promos, go off one day, take his jacket off. Maybe don't drop the elbow on it, but like, you know, cut a few promos and yeah, I, I, I I'm kind of a fan of it and and we're not going to see him wrestle, but he's going to be out there, him and Sting. It's like a whole Adam's family of weirdos cutting promos with christian and i don't know but it's it's ding darby rick flair and edge all right dream the dream team there. yeah yeah against christian his son and a dinosaur yeah fuck yeah love Bizarre. wrestling uh what else stood out from uh aw this week uh we had rvd and hook partner uh yeah that was kind of weird just still looking great i think yeah it's pretty crazy i it is weird though. So him saying some things about WWE and like maybe because he's doing AEW stuff, WWE's kind of mad at him or something, but like coming into AEW, you'd ma- imagine we give him maybe like a bigger slot. Like he is kind of a big deal. I, I'd, I'd maybe put him in bigger matches. Uh, obviously the, the dream match would be to do like him versus Kenny at like a pay-per-view because I, I didn't expect RVD to be, in the shape he is, the way he moves, he looks better than like his past runs yeah. from the past few years ago. So um, I like necess- not him doing stuff with hook. Isn't necessarily like, Oh, I got to check that out. And I'm super like blown away, but I think there's something else you could do with him. Like- I, I wouldn't be putting him in pay-per-view slots. I think, I think having him as a, as an attraction for TV is fun and like having a kenny match on tv would be sure yeah yeah yeah. um i think there is you know there is a perception now of aw has a lot of older people people. you watch dynamite this week you had like pretty much back-to-back rvd the hardy boys rick flair and edge and and you know this was at one point like the the show where the young stars from the indies have now broken through to tv 
and it's it's becoming a bit less than that and there's certainly ways you can you can use your legends and we've seen someone like sting it's it's been great but i think for me I, i'd prefer to see rob van dam as like a a tv attraction where you just sure. announce weird matches that like today we've got kenny versus rvd you've got yeah i think it's just versus rvd and stuff like that which i think would be more fun than actually having him in week to week feuds building to pay-per-view again just like one-off matches all you need to go is like hey in two weeks jeff versus rvd one more time hey in- god no no like you know just, no. just shit like that like announce like hey rvd is going to take on this thing or you know one person he has a feud with one person or like th- there's definitely things you can do with him because he is he is looking good so there's definitely like a few match possibilities of, of things you could do with him uh, another thing that was a highlight was uh swerve going into hangman's house going into his baby's room talking to his baby which we presume but then being a nice guy and giving him some free merch. Yeah. Hangman, I'm sure you're making, making the dollar bills now. Uh, get yourself a baby monitor. Uh, get yourself security. security, like lock your door or something. I don't know. And, you know, like tell your wife to go easy on the sleeping pills or something. I don't know. Like, how? I don't think the baby was there. Baby was silent as well. Okay. So the baby wasn't actually there as what Like, I imagine is where we're going with like, there was no baby sounds or anything. So I just love hangman. Like, oh, and he's got to like hangman running from Philly to Virginia. <laughs> to, like... <laughs> I love it. It's wrestling though. So it's, like, I, I love, know. no, I, love... I, I, I think yeah. Swerve is so, such a great villain. Like he's so scary and like Agreed. evil. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to mess with this guy. And this isn't, he is a cool heel, but he is a, a cool heel I'm I'm genuinely terrified of and not someone I necessarily want to cheer, uh, which is great. Like, I, we need more villains like this in wrestling. Um, I, I love the whole Prince Nana thing as well. Like, boss, boss, we got to go, boss. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's go, boss. We're gonna, we've been here too long, boss. Let's go, let's go. When we're out next time and we got to go, I'm going to be like, yo, boss, we got to get out we gotta of here. we got to go. we got to get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I did love that segment. Uh, I mean, he, he did tweet out later that night being like, yo, my my finishing move is called the house call. Yeah. True. <laughs> like, I, I, made, I make house calls. Uh, I love how Swerve's thing is like, what, he, he first he kidnapped daddy ass, then he beat up Nick Wayne, and then now he's taunting hangman's baby this is a this is a bad man we're eventually gonna see him just straight up murder someone aren't we (laughs) murder someone like throw someone he's attacked people like if he feuds with the elite like brandon cutler or nakazawa are just dead they're just dead thrown in a river (laughs) yeah yeah uh i i I love this feud i I, clearly the feud is continuing where we're going Mm. to hangman swerve too which i mean now that you brought the guy's baby into it i think we're going to where we thought it was going to go which is some sort of a death match, you know, so. kind of thing, like no DQ, lights Maybe out match. Shark cage match. Baby hanging above the ring. Custody of hangman Just baby. Hanging. It's got <laughs> the bars and everything, yeah. Yeah. Uh, these um, two these two had an amazing match, the last pay-per-view, so I, they already have my money. And I, I would like to see Hangman's, like, rebuttal to, like, this upcoming week. Like, yo, if, if your baby was kayfabe supposed right. to be in there with a guy – broke into your house you'd be pretty upset he's got a tie prince nana to the back of yeah he's got a murder yeah 
field, right? Like, we need a vignette with Hangman on a horse, just dragging Nana and then put, tying him to some train yeah. tracks. Yeah, be great. <laughs> a shootout. Uh, I do love this feud. So again, like AEW actually is really on fire as well right now with keeping me interested because the wrestling delivers on these feuds as even as ridiculous as some guys. Oh, the pipe feuds are amazing. Yeah. So uh, other things from Dynamite um, was... Did Jericho tease the return of Jericho? Yes, he did. (laughs) He's like, yo, Will Hobbs is big, but I have friends who are even bigger and maybe I'll give him a call. That's right. We're getting... We, you know, Ruckus is cooking up right now. He fucking better be. It's, he's got to have that remix. We'll break the wall down. Except, yeah, this one, yes. what is it? It'll be Judas Mixer. We'll it's been a long, long road and it's only just beginning. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Haven't heard it for a while. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what would they be called? Like Captain in- Insane Joe? Insane Captain Insane Yeah. Captain Insane Show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, uh, I can't say I'm particularly. I'm fucking jacked thrilled. for this. I'm hyped for this. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm so excited. Former, those are former undisputed tag team champions. Don't yeah. you ever forget it? That what a run, Jarrah show. You had to be there for Jarrah show. Yeah, I think that was during in... my dark period, and it was yeah. a dark period for a reason. Jarrah show coming back soon. Ratings are going to go up for this one. Uh, yeah, not too. Uh, interested in that, but it, you know what? It's something good. He's they're getting over Hobbs yep. by doing this, so in a way, it's just going to affect him. The visual is going to be Hobbs slamming Paul White. My my issue with it though is, and this is the same with so many things that happens in in AEW, and Jericho is responsible. I feel for a lot of these. This Don Callis thing was a way to get Takeshita over. And yeah. to become Daniel the, Garcia of the Don Callis yeah. family. It's, it's like, you get it. He's like hot. He's getting great reactions, has a great match with Kenny. And then it's actually, we're going to focus on Hobbs and we're going to replace Kenny with Jericho. And, and this is what we see with like Garcia with the JAS. He just got actually Sammy Guevara. You're now playing the role of Daniel Garcia. And yeah. I think there is a lot of that in AEW. Um, there's a lot of good stuff, but I think at times they just pull things that seem to be going well. And I personally, like, I like Hobbs, and I, I am happy they're kind of focusing on him, but not at the expense of Takeshita, because I think Takeshita can probably have some bigger feuds in him. Yeah, uh, I, I loved uh, Takeshita versus Fletcher. I actually checked that out a little earlier today just from Rampage, which oh, I have okay. watched Rampage. I actually missed uh, – I just – I had only enough time to watch that. And then I wanted to watch Santana Ortiz, which uh, Santana went over on Ortiz and crushed him with this, like, sit-out bomb uh, that looked like it really hurt. But Takeshita beat Fletcher in in a pretty good match as well. And, like, uh, yeah, Takeshita is someone who pushes this, like – evil foreign heel with Don Callis as the mouthpiece. It's pretty like simple, pretty straightforward. And if I was them, I'd go towards maybe like a feud with Orange Cassidy for that, that title or something like, I'm not sure. Or, or Takeshita in a, uh, he's with this team. I, I guess it's like kind of weird because it's like Osprey would be the leader of this group. But if he came into AW, he'd be like a baby face right away. So it's like strange where maybe that kind of this team is 
kind of operating, but I, I do love Takeshita a lot and his wrestling is fantastic, but yeah, uh, we'll see what, ha- get over the Jericho feud and then we'll kind of mm. see where, where it, it lands with a bunch of those guys. But yeah, I'm interested in, in that. Was there anything else, uh, from AW this week? <sighs> I don't. There's there's so. Miro and uh, is is Lana just like suckering in people to get beat up? It seems that way, doesn't it? Like she's trying to get that that side out of Miro again and is playing on his jealousy to to make him a killer because she was kind of smiling when Andretti yeah. was just getting destroyed. She's smiling every time it, she's doing this. So she tried to get Andrade right, but then Andrade weren't he, having it. He's like, "No, I see what you're doing there. I'm not falling for that." I. Yeah. Am I? I'm kind of already over the Tony Storm thing. I think. Yeah, a little bit. They pushed it a little bit too much. Like I, I think she's incredible in this run, and the the wrestling definitely is doing it. But if you're doing it every time and over the top, it's definitely like it's, it's like when WWE finds something that everything is cool, and then they just like run it into the ground. It's been the same with Roddy. Went the first few times he was yeah. doing Adam. As soon as it actually became a catchphrase, I'm like, oh, no, I don't like it. Yeah. Whereas at the beginning, when it was just him like calling him out, it was really funny. And I think those those vignettes were pretty damaging in my perception of Kingdom and Roderick Strong, to be honest. And I'm yeah. kind of getting there with Tony. Like, I, I think there is a way to make it work, but it, it needs to be pulled back a bit because it's getting a bit too ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I agree. But uh, before the Roddy whole neck brace thing we already kind of confirmed our halloween costumes but uh, a neck brace roddy is the easy go-to costume and i hope someone out there dresses like him this halloween because it is pretty it is pretty good Adam, especially if you have a wheelchair oh man I should tell my friend shane to be roddy for halloween he's kind <laughs> of like oh i don't even know if i'm gonna dress up dude you have Just a neck brace lying around yeah <laughs> some glasses on he'll need Adam. a brace though as well wouldn't he <laughs> yeah maybe little, yeah <laughs> Uh, well, that was uh, us chatting about some A-dubs and some WWE. I think that's like kind of about it. There's some other stuff going on in wrestling. Like there's always uh, like stardom. I know New Japan's uh, got some stuff, but um, Great O, sorry, is it Great O'Con uh, saying something about MJF might show up at the Tokyo Dome? Really? I don't know if uh, if that's what, legit. Face Great O'Con? I hope that's not the match, but if. You know, I I imagine AEW lets some more of their stars wrestle for that show, and uh, if it's not Kenny or um, Danielson, then maybe the Claudio Okada match. That would be a hell of a week, wouldn't it? Like the thirtieth is uh, well, yeah. You, you'd I be think. you'd be leaving on the Get on a plane, on the and, yeah, yeah. You'd be, be leaving home. right away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then um, you know, shout out. You're talking about Tony Storm, but shout out her butler, Luther. Yeah, Luther. <laughs> They changed his name. What is it now? It's not Luther. It's the Butler Luther. Luther. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Great stuff. Uh, Everyone. Uh, Dynamite main eventer, Luther. That's right. Never forget. Canadian legend, right? Uh, Everybody out there, thank you for listening to us ramble on about some wrestling. And everyone in the YouTube chat, shout out y'all for hanging out with us. Shout out you replay people on YouTube. And anyone listening in the podcast apps, hit that like button that subscribe five star reviews all that thing goes a long long way follow our socials at poison rana pod twitter instagram especially the next few days for our halloween shenanigans and costumes again send us photos of your costumes if you do them 
And if you like listening to us, support your boys, patreon.com slash poisonrana. Five bucks gets you so many podcasts, all the entertainment for all the long hours, your drives, endless nights, whatever it may be. We got you covered with wrestling reviews, movie reviews, and so much more. And all the free shows, if that's what you like as well on this feed. We will be back, what, Wednesday, Davey? 2 yes. p.m.? Wednesday, Our Halloween hangover. That's right. Yeah. Ha- Halloween hangover on Wednesday, the first on the post wrestling feed on YouTube there for uh, up next covering Halloween Havoc night two. So looking forward to chatting about that because that show will definitely slap as well. Ilya versus Mello two or three. Yeah. three. yeah. Can't wait for that one. So everyone out there, we appreciate you listening to us and we're hoping you're having a happy Halloween. And one last thing. Rest in peace, Matthew Perry. Oh, man. Yeah, that bummed me out. Yes. Oh, could you be any more bummed out? Yeah. Damn, man. Holy, rest in peace. Uh, that's really sad. 54 years of age. Uh, yeah. Chandler was my my spirit animal. I connected with him. I, th- I always felt like a Chandler Yeah. when I watched that show back in the 90s, 2000s. But yeah, uh, I loved Fool's Rush In as well. It was one of my favorite movies. It was always on TV as a kid. But this guy, he had like kind of like... B-level movies. He wasn't as a big of a movie star, but I still love them so much. I actually really enjoyed that 17 again with Zach. 17 again. I watched it on a flight and I was like, this isn't a bad movie. He's good in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite of big, right? It starts with Matthew Perry and then it goes to, he turns back. Yeah. Zac Efron, because that makes sense. Zac Efron and Michael Perry are the the same person. Uh, He did this really shitty, like, uh, movie with Chris Farley where they're like travelers, like world, like almost like Columbus or whatever. It's mm. really bad, but I used to watch this movie all the time. So, yeah, rest in peace, Matthew. Best match ever, Matthew Perry. Yeah, it'd be Ch- Chandler. Like he, he was the funniest on Friends. I know, I know, great. Friends gets a lot of flack these days, but like, there's some funny stuff from Friends. And he, I love Friends. Like, yeah, fuck he was guys. the highlight. Like, he was the highlight of Friends for sure. It becomes such a hipster thing to like. Oh, Friends oh, was friend. that good. No, it was. It was a good show, and I liked yeah. it. There was definitely like some some great moments, but he was like always my favorite on yeah. that. So, uh, rest in peace, man. That's and he's a Canadian too, man. Like, I'm pretty sure like Toronto, Newmarket, or something like that. Oh, so didn't definitely, that. yeah, yeah, definitely pretty sad there. And I'm mm. sure people are, are bummed. He's had his demons and stuff as, yeah. as well, but. Very, very bummed out. So pour one out for for Matthew Perry, for Chandler. And uh, we'll uh, chat with you fine people eventually down the line very soon. So happy Halloween and uh, take care. Goodbye and be safe. Ahoy! Poison Rana.